0: The Branch Davidians of Waco, or cult led by musician-turned-religious figure David Koresh, are one of the most infamous religious cults and were involved in what was palmly believed to be the greatest FBI failure of all time at the siege and ultimate destruction of the cult's compound at Mount Carmel, which was located 10 miles east of Waco, Texas. With no running water, limited resources, and with much of their commodities being handmade and by substance farming, every part of the daily life was controlled, where people slept, what people were allowed to eat and what they were not allowed to eat. Women were not allowed to wear any types of jewelry or makeup, and it is difficult to imagine why someone coming from a modern and developed lifestyle would want to sacrifice everything to essentially travel backwards in time. This reason was simple. Their leader, David Koresh. David Koresh, born Bernard Howell, was a charismatic and often hysterical leader who was born on August 17, 1959, to Bonnie Clark, who was a single mother and who had David when she was 14 years old. David did not have a good relationship with his mother and spent most of his childhood with his grandparents, who introduced him to religion. David also had a difficult childhood in respect to his school experiences. He was dyslexic and often teased by his peers, but despite his struggles, he was extremely passionate and knowledgeable about music and theology. He even left school to pursue music and his dreams of becoming a famous musician. But he eventually came back to Texas, specifically Waco, to join the Seventh-day Adventist church, whom he was affiliated with as a child by his grandparents. Later, though, he was exiled from the church after erratic and inappropriate behavior, but he did not want to leave his faith behind. He joined the Branch Davidians, a Seventh-day Adventist faction, at the Mount Carmel compound, which was then led by Lois Rodin. After the death of Lois, the succession of leadership of the Branch Davidians were disputed between Koresh and Lois' son, but Koresh was ultimately awarded with the authority over the group. Crusher's knowledge of the Bible and the prophecies of Revelation are what sparked the appeal for most of the new Davidians. People from places such as Hawaii, California, and even Australia came to hear David's ideas, which generally ultimately led them staying and become members of the compound. Although, other members of the compound had been there since birth or for extremely long periods of time, such as the Jones family. Rachel Jones was David's first and only legal wife, whom he married when, he, when she was 14. He also married Rachel's younger sister. Rachel's father and brother were also members of the group. David believed that the compound was going to be subject to an attack, which he believed was proved through his interpretation of the Seven Seals. Because he was the only one able to interpret the Seven Seals, no one was one to question his judgment. Because of his revelation, the group began to stockpile illegal firearms and weapons to repair. Because of the rumors surrounding child marriages and abuse and illegal weapons, the ATF began to get involved with a normally isolated compound. After their supposed secret raid became exposed, the ATF's plans of investigating the illegal weaponry claims transformed into a violent raid in which five ATF agents and five Davidians were killed, including the father of Rachel Jones. This battle was the fruition of what the David Davidians believed to be the fulfillment of David's prophecy, which only emphasized his control and supremacy over the group. After this battle, the FBI became involved with the case. Numerous negotiation tactics were used to try to secure as many members of the cult as possible. And over this next seven weeks, some children were able to escape the compound through negotiations. But understandably, the FBI and ATF agents grew very impatient and angry. Although they used this anger to only rush and antagonize the branch civilians. In the final days of the waiting period after the raid, the agents used negotiation methods to try to force members out. But these techniques were often more torturous and evil than effective, such as blasting loud feedback noises, which prohibited the members from sleeping for days on end. Eventually, on April 19, 1993, 51 days after their arrival, the FBI raided the compound for the second time, except this time was millions of times worse, with tanks, extreme military weaponry, and a complete imbalance of power. The British civilians were absolutely hopeless. Tear gas was also used as a final attempt to force members out, but unbeknownst to the FBI agents, this tear gas was flammable, and when shot into the compound, resulted in the whole building going up in flames. If this fire was not the cause of death for most of the compound members, the concrete walls of the building collapsing was. The final Waco siege resulted in the tragic deaths of 76 branch Davidians out of a group of 85. These deaths include David Koresh, his wives, and many children. It is undoubtable that David was an incredibly smart man. By the time he was an adult, he had memorized the entire Bible and had understanding of biblical texts that left most theologians confused, such as the Seven Seals. David's seemingly natural knowledge even attracted university-educated members and theologians. Because David was so knowledgeable, he had established for himself a sense of authority and superiority over all of his counterparts. This supremacy was emphasized through David's way of predicting predictable events, for example, it seems obvious that by breaking child protection and gun laws, David will be subject to government oversight and repercussions. Although David's prediction was seen as a fulfillment of prophecy rather than a prediction, predict, rather than a prediction of predictable fulfillment of the law, because of his visible talents and understandings, people believed his messages that cannot be proven, such as visions and messages, were true from God. David repeatedly emphasized how he believed that he was the Messiah and called himself the Lamb of God. After establishing himself through his intelligence, he gave himself power by declaring his holy supremacy by holding himself to the equivalent of Jesus. People were willing to do anything for him. People assumed that his visions corroborated with his visible knowledge. The Branch Davidians believed the Bible's text could be swayed because since they believed David was was the Lamb of God or on the same level as God, he was able to overrule any biblical text that did not fit his narrative. This authority was only heightened by David's persuasive and convincing personality. Although this lack of corroboration does not disprove his visions, this example of submission due to the imposed authority of Koresh is a prominent example of how one can use the mastery of the Bible to manipulate and brainwash others into believing anything that they are fed. The Bible was merely a chess piece to David. It was not important if his actions were biblically logical. All that this intended outcome was achieved. Complete authority over all of the British Davidians.